Hi friend, and welcome to my corner of the internet. I am so happy that you're here. My name is Lex Shipley, and I like to think of myself as your personal hype girl. I'm a 20-something, multi-passionate entrepreneur, as well as mama and wifey, with a huge heart for serving others. That's why I created this podcast. I wanted to create a space where you can listen in and I can remind you of how capable and worthy you are of building a life that you love. So if you decide to hang out with me a while, you can count on content that keeps it real, empowers and uplifts you, and sometimes lights a fire under that booty as you rise to your potential. And hey, I just wanted to say that if you feel you were called to do more and be more and serve more and just make a big impact, you have found your people here. So sit back, settle in, and let's get better together. Hi friends, welcome back to the show. As always, I am so happy that you're here. I am kind of breathing a sigh of relief right now because today was the early access launch for my email subscribers to my clay business, Clay Aesthetic by Lex. I will actually go ahead and link it in the show notes if you guys are interested in checking out my website or my social media to see all of the handmade goodies that I make. I currently make clay earrings as well as hand-drawn stickers. So there's a lot going on. Um, Clysetic has grown quite a bit since I opened it in February and I'm really excited, but I'm breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief because I have been busting my ass getting ready for this launch. The official launch is tomorrow. Uh, Depending on when you're listening to this, my launch is on September 8th. (laughs) Okay, so it's a Friday. And I initially started preparing for my fall launch in July because I told myself I want to give myself plenty of time to get prepared. I don't want to feel like I'm scrambling. I want to make sure I can continue to be present in my household. And when I do things last minute, I'm really not able to be as present as I would like to be. And (laughs) all of that kind of went to shit (laughs) Uh, because at the end of July... I got really sick with tonsillitis. It was awful. And then the week after I recovered from the tonsillitis, my parents came into town to visit for a week, which was great. But let's be real, I was not getting anything done while they were here. And then, I mean, I just spent the rest of August getting prepared for this launch, which that might sound like a lot of time, like three to four weeks, you know, seems like plenty of time, but it's really not, especially because the stuff that I make is really detailed. Everything's for the most part hand sculpted, like from scratch, like I'm creating all the details out of nothing. And I really wanted to offer a variety of product this time to my clients instead of you know, just one or two collections. I have like over five. Okay. And so, <laughs> and so I've been busting my ass trying to get this done. And, uh, today was early access. Like I said, for my email subscribers and it just, it has gone so well already. I feel so thankful for everyone who has continued to support my business since February new and old. Like it has honestly just been so incredible. And I'm so, so thankful And it also feels really good to be pretty much done. I mean, I still have earrings to make, but 
I just feel like I can think clearly. I know exactly what needs to get done. My customer's expectations are being managed, et cetera, et cetera. So <laughs> that's why I'm breathing a sigh of relief. I know that's, it might feel a little irrelevant, but it's very relevant in my life right now. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So like I said, I will link my website and my business socials in the show notes if you're interested in checking out what I make. So I was, I don't know, I've been sitting here thinking about this topic for like a week now, maybe a little over a week. Um, Actually, definitely over a week because what kind of spurred this thought process was my parents' visit. Now, I'm not really going to dive into the how and why of that, but I promise like everything will come together and make sense. And so what I've been thinking about is how long do we allow the things that have happened to us to control our thoughts and feelings to affect who we are as people today you know how long do we give that power away and i want to preface this conversation by saying what has happened to you matters okay like i'm not saying that what has happened to us doesn't matter or that we shouldn't talk about it work through it heal heal through it etc but my question is how long do we keep going in circles about it okay and i had a conversation with somebody and they have been really hung up on their relationship with their parent for as long as i have known them okay for literally what feels like forever and the the concept is I wasn't nurtured as a child the way that I needed and should have been. And that is why I am who I am today. This is why I cannot function the way I want to function. This is why, you know, I have the thoughts that I do, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's kind of the gist of it, right? And as I was sitting here, like listening to this, and as I've also reflected on my own own struggles like with my own parents because I've been pretty I don't know I I honestly can't remember what I've said in my other episodes like (laughs) detail by detail but I feel like I've been pretty honest with the fact that I have struggled with my relationship with my parents um for very similar reasons as to what I just said and you know I'm sitting here listening to this person talk about this and I'm just like do I really want the rest of my life to sound like this just because like I've been hurt in the past and I didn't get what I needed in the past like do I want to live a life that is limited by those circumstances and the answer is no okay like first off that was a huge slap in the face I was like oh my god I don't want my life to look like this I don't want to be like 50 years old and still having these same conversations and like these same hurts and bitterness and struggles and giving my power away you know what i mean like i don't want that and again that's not to say that healing doesn't take time and and all of that like it does but i also think healing and moving on is a choice and you have to make the decision to choose healing and growth and moving forward with your life 
And you can choose to stay stuck. You can choose to, you know, (laughs) stay exactly where you are with the same thoughts and feelings. And, And I think you're going to live a very shallow and unfulfilled life. This person who was telling me about this stuff, I mean, like I said, I was shook. Um, I I have heard this conversation a hundred times over in my life. Um, and I have a lot of compassion. I have a lot of empathy. I understand the hurt. You know, I can, you know, I can imagine in my mind's eye, you know, why this person struggles the way they do. But for how long do you allow that to go on, right? And that's just what I've been sitting with is how long, how long, how long? Like, are you really going to shape your whole identity around someone else's shortcomings? It doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean that it doesn't suck. It doesn't mean that it doesn't feel unfair. But we each are given our own individual lives for a reason we need to be the sculptors of them right and if there's something that's taking shape that we don't like we need to be able to change it right that is our power that is in our hands it's only up to somebody else if you allow it to be i think reflecting and you know therapy and focusing on our past traumas I think that can be really beneficial, obviously, for the healing process and for understanding more of who we are. Um, You know, as I've dived deeper into understanding, like, being an Enneagram 3, I can very much see the parallels between um, who I am as an adult and how I was treated and how I was raised as a child. Like, it's very helpful for me to compare those things so I can see, oh, so this is why I'm a high achiever. Oh, so this is why I feel X, Y, or Z. 100%. But I can't point my finger at my parents and say, you're the reason I haven't taken steps in my business because when I grew up, you made me feel so unsure about myself. And so now I'm not taking steps in my business. I can't put that on my parents. It is my responsibility to grow and take steps in the things that I'm interested in or in the direction I'm interested in going. Like, I can't point my finger at somebody else and blame them for my my inaction, right? Or, you know, I can't look at my parents and say, um, you know, because you guys didn't have any friends growing up, that lack of example is why I don't have friends as an adult and I'm just never going to have any friends as an adult because you never had any friends and that's your fault I can't say that and those are real things that I struggle with okay like I'm just being totally honest with you I struggle to make friends as an adult well I have struggled in the past I'm trying not to (laughs) talk like that in present tense because I am making changes I know how to connect with people. I'm a people person. I just got to work through my insecurities. Um, But especially like, like talking about the uncertainty I felt. I mean, I grew up in a house where I would present my art, okay, like to my parents. And I would say, is this good? And the response I would get would be something along the lines of, 
I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm not kidding you. I remember, you know, wanting validation and empowerment to submit my artwork into competitions and stuff like that. And the conversation was very much, I don't know if it would win. I don't know if it's good enough. Or, you know, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it just was always, I don't know. And as a child, we really need someone to boost our juice, okay? Even if you don't know if it's a winning piece, like, your kid needs you to uplift them. And I don't think that means we need to lie to our children, okay? Um, But I think we should always encourage our children to face challenges and to try new things. And I think, you know, instead of saying, I don't know, or there's probably someone better, we can say things like, try it out. And if you don't win, you know, we can see how we can help you improve. Like, you know, things like that. Okay. Anyway, this isn't an episode about children. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so that uncertainty that I received from my parents was really tough for me because it made me question myself. Like I would see my own artwork or um, I would read my own writing and I would feel that it was really good. Or I might have teachers validate me in that. My teachers would say, wow, this is really good. You're a really great creative writer. Or wow, like that's a really great drawing. You know, I, I want to put you in this class or whatever. But not receiving that from my parents, that positive reinforcement from my parents, it has caused me as an adult to have a hard time trusting myself. Because if I look at something and think it's good, but my parents look at something and they don't know, then it causes me to question myself or it has in the past. Okay, so I'm giving you all that information for some context. So fast forward to now as a business owner, as a podcaster, as someone who you know, wants to do big things in this world, I have run into many crossroads where I question my judgment and I have a really hard time saying I feel confident in this decision because I know that, you know, I am smart and capable and can figure it out. There's always that little voice inside my head that says, well, I don't know. But as a 26 year old, (laughs) I cannot look at my parents or go to my parents and say, I can't make decisions for myself because of you. I have to take back my power. I have to own the responsibility of living my life as an individual. And I have to make the decision to figure it out, to make choices and to do it in spite of the fear or the lack of confidence. You see what I'm saying? We how long are we going to to take to own our power? Because the person that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode has spent her entire life giving away her power to someone who's not even thinking about her like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, who isn't also struggling with the topic that she's struggling with. And I'm not saying that her struggles are invalid. I'm not trying to minimize her um, her hurts. But how much life are we going to give away by pointing the finger at somebody else, right? And I think that so many of us can resonate with this, whether it's a friend who has hurt us and now we're, you know, writing this narrative about friendships, whether it's, you know, a past 
boyfriend or girlfriend, um, family member, coworker, boss, it doesn't matter. Like we all kind of create these stories in our head and we carry it with us and we make it mean something about ourselves. But at the end of the day, we create the meaning of our life. And so we have to be the ones to own our shit and step up to the plate. We can't wait around for permission from somebody else. You know, we can't wait for those apologies we may or may not get, you know, and there's only so much quote unquote healing and reflection you can do before you start to take action on your life. So much of my personal healing has come through taking action on the things that my heart desires. Um, Circling back to that whole conversation about feeling uncertain about myself, one of the most validating things I've experienced in my life is choosing to go for it anyway and then seeing myself succeed at the things that I know in my heart I'm meant to do. Now, that doesn't mean I've never had failures. Have I've had plenty of failures. I've had to make plenty of pivots. Um, I'm not saying that I only feel good because of the successes, but the growing process, the growing through becoming through doing has been so validating to that small part of me who's so unsure. Because every time I take action and I'm able to figure it out, whether or not it's a success or it's a pivot, I'm building confidence in myself. I'm showing myself, hey, you can trust yourself. You don't need to feel unsure. You can try it. You don't need anybody else to tell you it's a good or bad idea. You can listen to yourself and you can make it happen. However, it's going to unravel, right? But so many people get paralyzed in their fear and uncertainty. And so they're never able to prove to themselves that they can do whatever it is that they need to do. And that's something that really drives me is, you know, I just don't want to be 50 years old and still stuck on somebody else. Okay? Like, again, our lives are our own. I want to be stuck on me. (laughs) And by stuck on me, I mean I want to be focused on my lane, what I'm doing Um, what I'm working on, what I'm going through. I don't want to be thinking about Sally Sue who hurt my feelings and, you know, allow her to live in my head, you know, rent free. I mean, seriously. And to, okay, I just want to put it out there that I have 100% done this. I mean, I shared with you guys the example of my parents, but I also want to talk about, you know, the fact that I'm 26 years old and, probably um 10 i mean about eight seven eight years ago i had a falling out with my best friend and it was one of those situations where i wasn't given the opportunity to be a better friend i was literally just like cut off cold turkey and that was incredibly hurtful to me incredibly hurtful to me um and i have carried that with me for the last seven or eight or nine years or however long it's been. And I have made it mean something about me. I have uh, allowed it to build the walls of protection around myself and shut other people out. And it has honestly really affected my life negatively because I've allowed it. And just like the past few weeks, I've been having just like a lot of light bulb moments. And I'm like, oh my God, am I really going to allow 
this bitch who didn't allow me or give me a chance to be a better friend like take up so much space in my life like she is irrelevant (laughs) she hasn't been in my life in almost a decade um we don't live in the same state anymore um she does not live the kind of life that i'm interested in living okay like why is she taking up so much space in my life when she doesn't matter and it's because i was choosing to not move on i was choosing not to let it go i was choosing to hold on to it and again give it meaning in my life and does that mean it doesn't hurt yes it hurts like just my heart I wish, like, I I think about the what ifs. I'm like, man, if only I'd been given a chance, you know, where would we be today? But hey, it doesn't matter because that's not what happened. (laughs) I was not given a chance. That is not the reality of the situation. The, The what ifs, the questioning, the overthinking, the analyzing, the poking, the prodding is a waste of fucking time. Because the reality of the situation is that that chance was never given and now I live the life that I live and she's living whatever the fuck kind of life she's living, okay? I have no idea. I don't keep up with her. But that's the thing. How many of us are literally a little bit delusional, a little bit delulu, um, you know, circling the what ifs that we forget that the reality of this situation is not that and we need to be making the most of our reality, I mean, I sure have. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm really telling on myself again. (laughs) Um, I have not created community or friendships or, or anything like that because I've been so scared that I would end up in another position of, you know, doing something to someone, not being aware of it, and then not being given the chance to correct my my wrongs like i've been so scared of that rejection again that i've just avoided new relationships but as i've shared on this podcast before you know what that does it just cultivates loneliness you know the thing i want the most in my life right now is community and it's also the thing that i'm most afraid of and that's on me that's the choice i've been making by choosing to hold on to this decade old circumstance and i just want to like get you guys thinking you know how many of you guys are doing this right now what are you holding on to what are you choosing not to let go of and it's hard dude like i mean i don't have the secret sauce for how to let it go other than really being honest with yourself and saying like is this what i want with my life but it was a huge wake-up call just like listening to who i was listening to talk about how just having these same conversations over and over again about their hurt and just realizing that they've given all their power away for their entire life and they're going to die and I'm not sure that anything will change for them because they've given their power away and they continue to choose to do it. Like that really freaks me the F out. I'm not lying to you. And again, I'm not coming from a place of judgment, but I'm coming from a place of we literally have this one life we don't know how long we have are we really going to spend the time that we are given to live for ourselves you know spiraling ah guys it just freaks me out it really freaks me out and as i said before it's been a real kick in the butt it's been a real driver for me to you know get my shit together and hold myself accountable and realize I really want my life to be abundant 
and joyful and filled with experiences, both good and bad, right? Because the bad experiences we have teach us and the good experiences give us relief from the lessons. Like it's, it's got to be both, but we can't go about our lives avoiding the hardships because without the hardships, we wouldn't we wouldn't have any gratitude for, for the goodness. And so, I don't know. It's just what I've been thinking about. And I wanted to share it with you guys because I know, <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who struggles. I don't know who else needs this wake-up call. But I think we all really need to hear from time to time that this is our life alone. And we cannot keep, you know, excusing our lack of doing we can't, we can't keep blaming other people for that. It is no one else's fault. You know, if you are not happy with your life, it's not your mom and dad's fault. It's not your sister's fault. It's not your ex-boyfriend's fault. It's not your boss's fault. It's your responsibility to take action on your life and decide to change it. Is it going to happen overnight? No, probably not. These things take time. But are you even willing to take a baby step in a different direction or are you too scared? And it's easier to say, well, my life would look different if they would have just done this differently. Well, it might, it might, there's no guarantee of that, but you know how your life is really going to start to look different. If you take control, if you take your life into your own hands and you do something about the things that you're unhappy with. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I got really riled up there, (laughs) but anyway, y'all that's, that's all I have for you this week. I really want you to be thinking about that. If any of this resonated with you, slide in my DMs. I'd love to hear from you and chat about this further. Uh, Or if it didn't resonate with you, obviously you can let me know too. But if you love this episode, make sure and share it with a girlfriend or a family member or somebody you think could really use this message because we all need to feel empowered to take control of our own life. But okay, guys, I will chat with you guys more next week. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in and being here with me today. I wholeheartedly believe that we are better together and it makes me so happy that we can connect in this way. If this episode hit home or resonated with you, it would be so awesome if you shared it with a friend or share it to your Instagram and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me to spread the pod because I could not do this without you. Thanks again for pressing play and I can't wait to chat with you next week.